Welcome to episode 43 from Best Book Bits. Today I'll be sharing Wallace D. Waltles, The Science of Getting Rich. This book was published over a century ago in 1910 and weighing in at a tiny 94 pages. Wallace D. Waddle spent a lifetime considering the laws of success as he found them in the work of the world's greatest philosophers. He then turned his life effort into this simple, slender book, a volume that is vowed could replace libraries of philosophy, spirituality, and self-help for the purpose of attaining one definite goal, a life of prosperity. This is my take on the best book. What you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you The Science of Getting Rich. Whatever may be said in praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete or successful life unless one is rich. The object of all life is development, and everything that lives has an inalienable right to all the development it is capable of attaining. To be content with less is sinful. Success in life is becoming what you want to be. A man's highest happiness is found in the bestowal of the benefits of those he loves. Love finds its most natural and spontaneous expression in giving. Getting rich is a result of doing things in a certain way. And if like causes always produces like effects, then any man or woman who can do things in this way can become rich and the whole matter is brought within the domain of exact science. No one is kept in poverty by shortness in the supply of riches. There is more than enough for all. No man is poor because nature is poor, or because there is not enough to go around. Nature is an inexhaustible storehouse of riches. The supply will never run short. Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance. Man is a thinking center and can originate thought. All the forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thoughts. He cannot shape a thing until he has thought that thing. When a man has a thought form, he takes material from the forms of nature and makes the image of the form which is in his mind. Man can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thoughts upon the formless substance, he can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. A man's way of doing things is the direct result of the way he thinks about things. There is no labor which most people shrink as they do from the sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work in the world. To think health when surrounded by the appearance of disease, or to think riches when in the midst of the appearance of poverty, requires power. But he who acquires this power becomes a mastermind. He can conquer fate. He can have whatever he wants. There is thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates and fills the interspaces of the universe. Every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life because life in the mere act of living must increase itself. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. You can help others more by making the most of yourself than in any other way. You must get rid of the thoughts of competition. You are to create, not to compete for what is already created. Never look at the visible supply, but look always at the limitless riches in the formless substance and know that they are coming to you as fast as you can receive them and use them. Give every man more in use value than you take from him in cash value. 
Then you are adding to the life of the world by every business transaction. The more gratefully we fix our minds on the supreme when good things come to us, the more good things we will receive, and the more rapidly they will come. And the reason is simply that the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind into closer touch with the source from which the blessings come. The grateful outreaching of your mind is the thankful praise of supreme in a liberation or expenditure of force. It cannot fail to reach that to which it is addressed, and the reaction is the instantaneous movement towards you. You cannot exercise too much power without gratitude, for it is gratitude that keeps you connected to power. Faith is born of gratitude. The grateful mind continually expects good things, and the expectation becomes faith. The reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces faith, and every outgoing wave of grateful thanksgiving increases faith. It is necessary to cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you, and to give thanks continuously. Whatsoever things ye ask for when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Jesus. See the things you want, as if they were actually around you all the time. See yourself as owning and using them. Make use of them in imagination, just as you will use them when they are in your tangible possession. Dwell upon your mental picture until it is clear and distinct, and then take the mental attitude of ownership towards everything in that picture. Take possession of it, in mind, in the full faith that is actually yours. Hold to this mental ownership. Do not waver for an instant in the faith that it, it is real. If you want to become rich, you must not make a study of poverty. Things are not brought into being by thinking about opposites. People must be taught to become rich by creation, not by competition. Every man who become rich by competition throws down behind him the ladder by which he rises and keeps others down. By every man who gets rich by creation opens a way for thousands to follow him and inspires them to do so. Use your willpower to keep your mind off the subject of poverty and to keep it fixed on faith and the purpose on the vision of what you want. The only way in which you can assist the world is growing rich is by growing rich yourself through the creative method, not the competitive one. Give your attention wholly to riches. Ignore poverty. A thought in this substance produces the things that is imagined by the thought. Man can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thought upon the formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. In order to do this, man must pass from the competitive to the creative mind. He must form a clear mental picture of the thing he wants, hold that picture in his thoughts with fixed purpose to get what he wants, and the unwavering faith that he does get what he wants closing his mind against all that may tend to shake his purpose, dim his vision, or quench his faith. We have not yet reached a stage of development, even supposing such a stage to be possible, in which man can create directly from formless substance without nature's process or the work of the human hands. Man must not only think, but his personal action must supplement his thought. You must give every man more in use value than he gives you in cash value. It is not your part to guide or supervise in the creative process. All you have to do with that is to retain your vision, stick to your purpose, and maintain your faith and gratitude. By thought, the things you want is brought to you. By action, 
you receive it. Hold to the one vision of what you want and act now. That he may receive what he wants when it comes, man must act now upon the people and things in his present environment. Every day is either a successful day or a day of failure. And if the successful days which get you what you want, if every day is a failure, you cannot get rich. While every day is success, you cannot fail to get rich. Do every day all that can be done that day. The cause of failure is doing too many things in an ineffective manner and not doing enough things in an effective manner. The desire for increase is inherent in all nature. It is the fundamental impulse of the universe. All human activities are based on the desire for increase. People are seeking more food, more clothes, better shelter, more luxury, more beauty, more knowledge, more pleasure. Increase in something, more life. There is no such thing as possible in the universe as lack of opportunities for the man who is living the advancing life. The more people who get rich on the competitive plane, the worse for others. The more who get rich on the creative plane, the better for others. When you make a failure, it is possible because you have not asked for enough. Keep on and a larger thing that you were seeking will certainly come to you. Man may come into full harmony with the formless substance by entertaining a lively and sincere gratitude for the blessing it bestows upon him. Gratitude unifies the mind of man with the intelligence of the substance so that man's thoughts are received by the formless. The man who wishes to get rich must spend his leisure hours in contemplating his vision and in earnest thanksgiving that the reality is being given to him. Too much stress cannot be laid upon the importance of frequent contemplation on the mental image, coupled with the unwavering faith and the devout gratitude. This is the process by which the impression is given to the formless and the creative forces set in motion. Now, for my top five best book bits I got from The Science of Getting Rich. Number one, success in life is becoming what you want to be. Number two, man is a thinking center and can originate thought. All the forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thought. He cannot shape a thing until he has thought that thing. Number three, you must get rid of the thoughts of competition. You are to create, not to compete for what is already created. Number four, give every man more in use value than you take for him in cash value. Then you are adding to life of the world by every business transaction. And last but not least, number five, if you want to become rich, you must not make a study of poverty. Things are not brought into harmony by thinking about the opposites. Thanks for watching episode 43 from Best Book Bits, Wallace D. Wattles, The Science of Getting Rich. Follow us on social, search us on Facebook, Instagram, hashtag Best Book Bits, and Twitter. If you liked the video, purchase the book on Amazon by clicking the link in the video description. Subscribe to the channel. Give me feedback on what you think, and if there is a book that you want me to do a summary on, please let us know. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.